Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. Unless you're a legit Luddite or in total isolation from the outside world, there's no escaping it. Holiday shopping season is up on us. Trying to figure out what to get and where can be overwhelming. So adding the question, who's going to benefit from the dollars I'm spending, might not occur to us as a consideration that makes matters better. But it might do just that if you decide to shop small and local. That's something many entrepreneurs are counting on this Small Business Saturday. And here to talk with us about a community event organized to encourage small biz patronage in St. Louis this weekend, we have Lisa Potts. Lisa is Vice President of Del Mar Main Street, which focuses on revitalizing the Del Mar Corridor. Great to see you again, Lisa. Thank you as well, We also have Dallas Holland, a self-identified serial entrepreneur. Dallas is the force behind six businesses in St. Louis, including Beyond EDU and Beyond Sweet Kitchen and Bar, which will soon open in the Del Mar Makers District. Dallas and Lisa, welcome to the program. Thank, Thank you, you so much. It's an honor to be here today. So, Lisa, let's start with some of the, the benefits. Other than getting unique gifts or experiences for the holidays, what do consumers get out of supporting small business? Well, they get an opportunity to support people that are locals. Most of those small businesses actually live in the very neighborhoods where those businesses are located. So I consider those people to be my friends now. They're my neighbors. And so you're also you're supporting somebody's household. Mm-hmm. And you're all and those dollars stay in community longer as opposed to when you go to, you know, a big shopping mall. Mm-hmm. Dallas, how is it that those dollars stay in? Um, as Lisa said, they're supporting the, the late neighborhood businesses. Um, it's a huge difference when spending your money with a small business versus, um, uh, let's say, a mall. Small business, you see every dime. You're appreciative of every dime. So um, it, it helps build a small business. So that's that within itself is, is huge for the community. Mm-hmm. What is the first business that you started with? Oh, gosh. That'll take <laughs> us back really far. Um, I guess my first main business would be um, um, City Limits Cafe, which was located at 2665 Gravoy in South City. Okay. I was 20 years old. Wow. And I've always loved to cook. And uh, somehow the opportunity fell in my lap, and, and I opened the small cafe. And it was semi-successful. I mm-hmm. did pretty good, but I was a little kid, so I was learning. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to uh, have made the mistakes that I made with that business, but uh, that was my first baby. Yeah. If any of you are listening and went to that cafe, we'd like to hear from you, and we'd like you to join <laughs> our conversation. What small local businesses are your favorites for gift items and services, whether it's for winter holidays or at any time of year? What makes buying from small businesses different from purchasing goods from chain or big box stores? Give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpr.org. 
Now, we talked a little earlier about consumer benefits. On the business owner side, Dallas, Small Business Saturday is meant to be an alternative to shopping at major retailers on Black Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And as a small business owner, what are your biggest challenges when it comes to reaching new customers? And does Small Business Saturday really help? Um, It it does help, but I I guess the challenges are uh, exactly that, getting the um, consumers to come in your area. You know, they they go where they're used to going, to uh, the major malls and and major sales. So just uh, making sure that your business stands out and you're doing something to pull people in, uh, I think is is the key to being successful on Small Business Saturday. Mm -hmm. Is there something that you have done that has been particularly effective? Um, a lot of times you have to give something away mm-hmm. to uh, will yep. people in. Absolutely. Um, and, and it can be a loss to the business, but it can also make for a great uh, end of the day, mm-hmm. you know. So you're, you're doing something to bring them in, you yeah. know, free coffee, free uh, gifts for the first so many people. Mm-hmm. And, and these ideas will bring the people in. And once you get them there, you got to keep them there and, and sell your store. Yeah. So. And how much does word of mouth make the, the business go? Oh, gosh, word of mouth is, is a lot better most times Everything. than advertising. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would totally agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, word of mouth is something that we talked about the last time you were here. Yeah, because uh, it's about personal relationships. Yeah. And so when you asked what's the difference between shopping at a mall and shopping local, I don't know those people in the mall. Yeah. And I may go to the mall once a month, and it may be somebody different every time. Mm-hmm. But if I'm shopping at that local business, I know that business owner, and that business owner knows me. Right. So when I go to the local restaurant, they know what I want to order before I open my mm-hmm. mouth, and I love that. And the and only time I have to say, oh, well, I changed my mind, I'm going to get something different today. But they already know what I'm going to order. Mm-hmm. And so you, you can't pay for that that type yeah. of you know communication. Right. Well, speaking of knowing who's running the businesses, one of the things that is happening this weekend with the expo mm-hmm. um, that's part of the Small Business Saturday for Del Mar Main Street is a, a contest or a competition. And besides those holiday goodies, that competition is going to feature a, a pitch yeah. contest where four local small businesses will be competing for cash prizes. Lisa, tell us a little about these businesses. Yeah, so it, it was, it's actually five businesses, and we were approached by the St. Louis uh, Metropolitan CRA Association, and they asked, they was looking for a partner. They wanted to do a pitch competition, and they said, well, hey, we'd like to partner with Delmar Main Street for that you're doing your expo, and we'd like to do a pitch competition. So we started, you know, putting an ad together on, on social media. We got 100 applications from small businesses that wanted to apply. Yes which was amazing. And so then we had our financial partners kind of narrow those down, evaluate those, and they ended up with the top five finalists who would have the opportunity to pitch for up to $5,000. So in no particular order, we have a peaceful home health care, so something Dallas would know a little bit about. Mm. Uh, Ms. Keisha Jackson is the proprietor. Ann's Roots Microgreens Farm, uh, Melody Tuxin. And if you guys are out there listening, hey, call in. Um, <laughs> hey Days, Keisha Mabry Haymore, uh, Picky Eaters, um, Paris Rollins, and a point, point of Surrender Dance Studio with Erica Hill. Mm-hmm. So they're all very different businesses, but the bank partners that evaluated these proposals, 
saw something in these particular businesses that they wanted to hear more and felt that they were deserving to compete for the cash prizes. Mm -hmm. And how many businesses threw their hat in the ring? A hundred. Yeah, wow. A hundred applied. Okay. And Dallas, you are going to be judging the pitch competition. What sort of opportunities made it possible for you to get your businesses off the ground that you see this competition also um, fostering? Oh, yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, I've received some grants in some instances and also help from family and friends. Um, my very first business, as I stated, I was 20 years old. So at 20 years old, you really don't have much of a savings. Mm -hmm. So I had family and friends to chip in and do everything from um, – resurface the floors to paint in the walls. So um, I think this kind of competition is a great, great thing for the community uh, because sometimes you just need a, a hand. You just need a little help. Mm -hmm. And I've needed a lot of help over these years. Yeah. So I think that it'll be amazing. I'm excited for the, the persons that are competing on Saturday. You know, something that stood out with the list that you gave mm -hmm. is that they're all black women. You as well, what? yeah. So, yeah. talk a little bit about that. The, you know, the role of uh, that black women play um, in sort of this this environment or eco ecological system of small businesses in St. Louis, Dallas. Um, I, I've I've noticed over maybe the last. Ten years, black women have been really instrumental in starting new businesses. I am the founder of Billionaires Girls Club, and that's what we concentrate on. We have about 45,000 followers, women followers, and the idea for Billionaires Girls Club is to uh, hold hands with aspiring business owners and business owners, help pull them up the ladder. So it is a resource for uh, business owners, and I think in the black community, it's it's you know, it's it's huge mm -hmm. for black women. We are kind of taking over the world, and I'm excited <laughs> to be a part of that, you know. Um, and like I said, Billionaires Girls Club is just that. It's a huge resource. Like I said, we're 45,000 women strong, yeah. and we are helping with um, push your dreams, push your business, um, just everything as far as uh, business is concerned is, is what we hang out and, and talk about on the Billionaires Girls Club page on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And Lisa, how is it that a competition like this aligns with the community goals of your organization? Because it could be said, you know, having a, a contest, it does not foster a, a spirit of collaboration making them compete against yeah, each other. but That's a great question, but mm -hmm. you know what? I think it's just the opposite. It absolutely aligns with our goals and objectives because what we, bringing the businesses together in this way, absolutely fosters relationships, cooperation. These businesses, I guarantee you, probably have never met one another before, but I bet you when they leave there, they're going to be they're going to be friends. It's mm -hmm. an opportunity to bring the businesses together to offer them resources. While we have them all at, I have a captive audience. We have other organizations that are going to provide resources and services. Justine Peterson, our different financial partners, and they're going to be there to provide those resources to the individuals. Because even though you didn't make it to the top five, we've encouraged all of those people to still come. Mm -hmm. Like, come check this out, see what it's about, network, meet with meet other businesses because we want to do this again. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Small Business Saturday in St. Louis with Lisa Potts, Delmar Main Street Vice President, and Dallas Holland, local and serial entrepreneur. Delmar Main Street is hosting a small biz expo and competition this Saturday at the Delmar Divine. Now, Dallas, St. Louis 
often gets praise from you know, business publications like Forbes and Penny Hoarder for being one of the top cities in the country to start a small business. What is it specifically about St. Louis that keeps small businesses and entrepreneurs here? Um, I tell people all the time, St. Louis is monopoly. Um, I play in real estate a, a lot. <laughs> and in huge corporate cities, most of these mom and pop, you know, your, your grandmother's old house is owned by a corporation. Um, your aunt's old neighborhood is owned by a corporation. Here in St. Louis, if you have the means and the finances, you can literally buy blocks and blocks and blocks if you can afford to do so mm-hmm. and, and create the neighborhood that you'd like to um you'd like to build. Um, it's just, for some reason, it's, it's easier here. Yeah. You know, it's not as hard to get a brick and mortar. It's not as hard to, um, like I said, buy property in neighborhoods. It's, it's just monopoly, in yeah. my opinion. So there is that part, I guess, that makes it easy to, to access um, or to, to find places to set up. Is there also something about St. Louis hustle that oh, makes it. God. Yeah, that's it. You just said it. You can't spell. Uh, what is it? You can't spell hustle so without, without the STL. STL. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So it's something about it. I agree. Um, you just. It, I don't know. You hear so many negative stigmatisms about St. Louis, and I, you know, yeah, the the crime can be a, a bit much, but we're a smaller town, so it stands out more. The crime is just as prevalent in larger cities, but. Um, it's just something about um, building businesses and creating businesses in St. Louis and the fire that's behind us that, you know, it stands out. You know, I've, I've read it, like you said, in, in magazines, and I've seen lists where St. Louis is one of the top entrepreneur uh, cities. Are, um, and, and I agree with you. It's just the hustle behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I also think that some businesses still need assistance. And so that's really why we exist, to bring people all together in one place to provide those resources, to give access to capital, to let them know about why it's important to have a bank account and why it's important to have a a relationship with a financial institution. There are still some people that are so busy grinding. I mean, would you agree? They're so busy grinding that they can't take the time to look up and realize, oh, I need somebody to help me with my back end stuff. I need somebody to help me with marketing. And so what we try to do at Delmar Main Street is bring people together, get them to slow down just a little bit so that we can give them the access to the resources that they need to help propel their business. Mm -hmm. I agree. They don't really know the legalities. A lot of people are so busy hustling Mm -hmm. versus creating a company. So I I agree with that, Lisa, wholeheartedly. And Lisa, you know, you had spoken earlier about how many different uh, sources of information and support people will be able to access by Mm -hmm. attending um, this Saturday. But what else does, in particular, the competition add to the festivities and the celebration of community? So what's great about the competition is that, again, it gives businesses an opportunity to, to sell themselves. It's that, it's that elevated speech because they only get six minutes. So this is actually going to be super fun. They, oh, it's not, they don't okay. have 15 minutes to sit and talk about. They got six minutes. It's like speed dating. To, it's like <laughs> speed dating, yes. They get six mm-hmm. minutes to tell about their business and why they deserve this funding. And then they'll get an opp- the people in the audience will get an opportunity to vote as well, in addition to the judges. And it's, a, it's an opportunity for them 
them to, to sell themselves because most of these businesses have, have never done this before. Mm-hmm. So they're nervous, but they're also really excited. And other people are coming because they also just kind of want to see this process mm-hmm. because they want to do this. And we have some people that work with us who compete on a regular basis. A friend of mine just went out of town and competed and won $25,000. Mm-hmm. And so you have to practice. It's like anything. You it's, it's all That almost can become a job. Yeah. And Dallas, as you have been, you know, developing as a, an entrepreneur, have there been events or conferences or, or, or things that are similar to what Del Mar Main Street is doing that have really helped you to understand how to focus what you're doing? Um, I, I haven't ran across anything like this. That's why I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as Lisa said, it'll be great for this to be something that's done possibly annually. I think it is a huge boost for entrepreneurs. Um, mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen it personally, but I think it's amazing. Yeah. Is there anything specific about what's happening Saturday that you are really interested in in seeing? Um, just the, the pitch competition and just hearing um, where their ideas came from and um, how they birthed the businesses. I, I'm, I'm so intrigued by that and any, uh, anybody's story. So mm-hmm. just seeing their, um, their businesses come to life and how this could be a benefit to their businesses is uh, exciting to me. Mm-hmm. So Lisa, from the standpoint of someone who's been involved with sort of the, the organization of what's happening Saturday, what would make this Small Business Saturday a success from your perspective? Hmm. I'm looking forward to giving out the big checks. They really are big. I, I, that's, that's like so much fun. Uh-huh. But what I'm looking forward to is people making connections. Yes. Like I said, we're going to have, we're gonna have fine, uh, 10 vendors there providing other resources for those small businesses. I want those small businesses to network with one another. We're going to have them put on name tags so they can greet one another and talk about their businesses and share. And then the CRA Association plans on following up. So just because you didn't make it, we have all of those people's contact information. So mm-hmm. now they're in our database. Now I consider them all to be part of the Main Street family. So when we do other events throughout the year for Small Business Month, Small Business Week, that's, in, that's every April and uh, Money Smart Month in April, we'll have a database now that we can reach out and invite those small businesses to come out and do things to improve their business. Mm-hmm. And as we close here, Dallas, is there a, an experience that you have had, maybe uh, like an anecdote, that really reflects what it is about small business that makes you so committed to it? Um, I, I can only, you know, lean on my own story. Like yeah, I said, of being course. 20 years old and, and opening um, a cafe, just no knowledge, um, no information, gathering things via Craigslist at the time. And, um and just um, building myself, mm-hmm. you know, just building myself and building that bu- that business. Um, it makes me excited to see what, you know, other people will, are doing okay. as far as their businesses are concerned. This episode was produced by Maya Norfleet. Our audio engineer is Aaron Doerr. This podcast was mixed and edited by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. 
St. Louis on the Air proudly supports local artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.